We interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast to bring you Listen, Watch, Discuss. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Listen, Watch, Discuss. As always, I'm your host, Bren Aiken, and uh, this is the season four premiere. Uh, sorry for the uh, brief delay. It was uh, I was going to upload uh, today's episode uh, last night, but it was kind of late when I was getting back home uh, from the movie, so I decided to just uh, record it the next day. So instead of, yeah, so it'll be out uh, shortly probably within the next hour or so. But uh but yeah, so season 4, uh I figured uh, I would start off this season with a review of Roland Emmerich's new movie Moonfall. So yeah, uh the movie uh just came out last night. And if you know Roland Emmerich, um he has directed um a few other He's most known for directing like B B movie type uh, disaster movies. He directed uh, 2012, which ironically came out in like 2009. He's directed The Day After Tomorrow, which actually, to be honest, is the only one I've seen of his movies. Uh, but I did like that movie. Dennis Quaid was, you know, did a pretty good job in that. Um, he was the father of the of. Uh, he was a scientist and one of the and the father of um one of the main characters. Um it was a good movie. Um he also directed the nineteen ninety eight Godzilla with Matthew Broderick, which I have heard is not very good. Um but you know, I mean everyone has their own opinions. I guess it just depends on if you kinda like cheesy, dumb action fun fun action movies, you know. But uh, but yeah, this is his latest uh latest movie, and I liked it. It was good. It was pretty good. Um, I'd probably give it a seven and a half out of ten, um, because it wasn't, uh, I wasn't, there was not a moment where I was bored in the movie. Um, it was mostly, I guess I'd just give it a seven and a half out of ten, because, uh, it had a good plot twist. I'll say that. Oh, and also, uh, I may or may not spoil a few things. Um, I won't spoil everything, uh, this review won't be way too long, but, um, I may drop a few minor spoilers in there, so if you haven't seen, uh, the movie yet, go watch it first, and then come back and listen to this episode. Um, so yeah, <laughs> wanted to make sure I said that before I said anything else. Uh, but yeah, in regards to the plot twist, but yeah, this is the reason why I'd give it like a 7.5 out of 10. The plot twist was good. I mean, you know, I liked it. I thought it was an interesting. Uh, I thought it was an interesting twist, but the, it it was a lot of it. W- it was kind of an exposition dump. Like there was a lot of information thrown at you in such a short amount of time towards the end of the movie. Because um, because basically the movie, if you don't know, if you haven't seen the trailers, it's basically about these this group of astronauts. Well, one's like the deputy director of NASA. Uh, one's a former astronaut. And, um, well, actually, the, uh, two of them are former astronauts. One of them uh, played by Halle Berry. Uh, she uh, plays Dr. Fowler. What was her first name? Uh, Joe Fowler, yeah. Uh, she 
uh, used to be a former uh, astronaut at NASA. Now she's the deputy director. And uh, Patrick Wilson plays Brian Harper, who was also a former NASA astronaut, who, because he um, reported, like, some big swarm, like, uh, alien-type swarm uh, coming out their shuttle, you know, they, everyone thought he was crazy. Even though Joe, you know, even though he had a witness, Joe was there and saw uh, the alien swarm. But um, it was like this big, weird black cloud of like, it looked like a smoke cloud, but it was like made out of, uh, made out of like metal and like, you know, it, 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 it kind of looked like the smoke monster from Lost, but if it was made out of like metal and, uh, I don't know, like really hard plastic, it, it was, it's kind of an interesting, weird, kind of cool design. But yeah, uh, so they didn't believe him, so they kicked him out of NASA. Um, it's uh, the two of them, and um, Casey, who is, uh, who was his actor? Um, oh, John Bradley. Yeah, he, um, and if you don't know who he is, he was the guy who played uh, Samuel Tarley in Game of Thrones, Jon Snow's best friend, uh, when they were on the Night's Watch. Um and when I first saw the trailer, I'm like, oh, hey, that's cool. He's in it because I really liked his uh, his acting and his character in Game of Thrones. And I was so happy that he didn't die by the end of that because if you've seen Game of Thrones, half, pretty much, ha- almost, well, not everyone dies, but half of everyone, just about half of everyone we're introduced to from at, from season one to the end and and as we're going through, as you're going through the show, ends up dead. So the fact that he didn't die at the end, I, I was like, I was like, yes, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but he plays uh Casey, uh, houseman and he's a conspiracy theorist and he's working like as a janitor at the, at, uh, um, at NASA, um, or actually, no, he's not working at, at NASA, but he's, uh, he's working at like this observatory, but he hopes to one day be a NASA astronaut. But it's uh, basically the three of them have to go up into space to stop the moon because the moon somehow knocked itself out of orbit or something knocked the moon out of its orbit. And the moon is now on an elliptical orbit. Um, and if it gets too close to the Earth, you know, it's going to it's eventually going to crash into the Earth like soon. So they, they're on a really, you know, short timeline to <laughs> get this done. Uh, so they end up you know, hastily, you know, uh, going into space and trying to save the day and stop the moon from crashing and all. And while that's going on that we follow their friends and family who are trying to, you know, get to this uh, bunker that, um, Joe's, uh, Halle Berry's character's ex-husband, uh, is staying at because her son is, is part of the group of friends and family. And, uh, and she said, Hey, uh, you know, she's like, uh, she, she told, um, Brian's, uh, Patrick Wilson's character son, she said, Hey, look after him. Um, you know, make sure he gets to this bunker, um, and reunites with his dad. Hopefully we'll be back. And, you know, and so, and so, yeah, that we follow them for a good while. And, um, and, and, you know, I like the characters if, and, and this is another, besides the plot twist exposition dump at the end, and it's not really, what they exposited, I guess, is how you'd say that. It's not really what uh, what the expo- what information was in the exposition dump. It was just the fact that it was a lot 
in such a short amount of time. Like it took me a minute or two to kind of recollect everything that was just thrown onto me. You know what I mean? Like it, it took a minute and so that, that's why it's down a little bit is because there was just a lot to absorb in, in such a, such a, in just a few minutes, you know, but, uh, but it was still a good plot twist. But another reason why it's like a seven and a half is because, and this is just kind of a nitpick, and I guess maybe I'm kind of, I don't know, one of the things uh, that was kind of a nitpick is that uh, there's this group of like these crazy apocalyptic survivors um, who are basically like throughout the uh, section where uh, Joe's son and Brian's son and uh, and Bri- uh, Brian's son's stepdad, played by Michael uh, Pena, uh, Tom, uh, and his daughters, and Brian, you know, there's like seven, eight of them uh, in the group of uh, the friends and family that are on Earth. But uh, they're, they're trying to drive during this uh, asteroid shower, meteor shower, because uh, chunks of the moon are falling from Earth. I mean, are falling from the moon. Uh, you know, breaking off from the moon and, and landing on Earth. And they're trying to drive through this uh, asteroid slash meteor shower. And um, and there's these, uh, and not just during this scene, but through, throughout their scenes uh, in the movie, there's this uh, group of crazy apocalyptic survivors who are trying to, you know, steal, like, steal some oxygen from them. And, uh, and when we, and when we get to the asteroid shower, I mean, it's, it's a cool chase scene. Like, don't get me wrong. There's a cool chase scene in which like, there's three separate cars of these crazies, uh, these crazy survivors driving after, uh, you know, our other main cat, the rest of the main cast or the rest of the supporting cast, I guess. And, um, and it's, it's a cool chase scene and actually kind of would have liked, I guess this is also another nitpick. I kind of wish it went on a little bit longer because it, it was kind of like visually cool to look at. And it was kind of, uh, just neat to see. I mean, you as you kind of knew they were going to survive. I mean, you knew they weren't all going to die. Um, I mean, the, the guys chasing them all died, uh, but you knew that they're like, okay, their main slash supporting cast, there's no way they're all going to die. So, but it was still kind of tense because, you know, they're driving through like, like dozens and dozens of, you know, meteor meteors and asteroids just, you know, raining down around them. And, and while that's happening, you know, all the, all the buildings and all the vehicles and and the land around them is just, you know, being thrown around, uh, like, you know, like they're toys in a children's, uh, sand, like they're in a sandbox and it's just a bunch of children. It's just a bunch of children throwing toys around, you know, like it's just chaotic, you know? And, uh, I get, yeah, I guess, uh, my complaint with that would, would just be like, uh, the fact that it's like, okay, I get needing oxygen and I get that, you know, times are crazy right now. Everyone's going crazy. But if I was, I'm, I, none of the, the fact that none of the crazy apocalyptic survivors, not the fact that not one of them said, Hey, you know what? Screw this. I don't think this is worth it. I'm out. Like if it, with asteroids raining down literally right around you and you driving like through an asteroid shower trying to get oxygen it's like why don't we just leave we'll find some more oxygen i bet you know i mean like it's it's not worth risking our lives over i know we need oxygen to breathe to survive but 
we're going to die a vi- probably a more violent death. Um, you know, it, it, it may be a little quicker than, you know, suffocating, but I mean, I'd, I'd rather, you know, risk, I'd rather take our chances. You know, I'm surprised none of them said I'd rather take our chances finding oxygen elsewhere than just chasing these guys <laughs> through an asteroid shower. Um, but then again, and, and I say, and that is a little bit of a nitpick, and I guess that's also kind of why it's a seven and a half out of 10. Uh, but I guess also, um, I, in a way it kind of reflects how crazy people are in real life, because, you know, if you think about it, you know, people, I feel like, I feel like, you know, with how crazy some people are, uh, in real life, I feel like that, that is a scenario that could actually happen. Like, I feel like there probably would be some moronic assholes that would chase people through an asteroid shower just to get oxygen. Like, like that, that sounds, that sounds plausible with how many stupid people there are in the world. I'm not, and I'm not saying I'm like Albert Einstein. I'm not a genius, but I'm just saying that, you know, I, I, if you're smart enough, you can recognize stupidity from like, if it's standing right in front of you, like, you know, if, if, you know, you're in a, I mean, you know, it's just, uh, you know, you can spot it. If someone's, if someone says something stupid or is doing something stupid, you're like, oh, that's, that's stupid, you know, but it's just, uh, I don't know. It's just, that's, that's a little nitpick. And that's kind of what brought the movie down a little bit that and the exposition dump. Um, I'm trying to think of what else though. Maybe some of the dialogue, some of the dialogue wasn't exactly the, I guess the most emotional it could have been or the most they could have gotten out of the characters or out of the actors, you know, but, uh, nothing, there was nothing really like, none of the acting was like bad per se. It just, they could have got brought more out of the actors in some of the scenes They could have maybe had them deliver more of an emotional performance, you know, um, and there, and also and and also there wasn't really any like, anything like that made me cringe like there wasn't any cringy dialogue, I mean to me that I thought, um, and I I think uh, I think uh, out of the characters I think my favorite had to be uh, Casey, because or KC I just realized me saying it as one like without kind of, I just realized me saying it like as quickly as it did made it sound like it was C A S E Y. But it's a KC, like just the initials KC. Um, but yeah, John Bradley's character KC, I think he's my favorite. Uh, he's kind of like the comedic relief, and like I said, he's a conspiracy theorist who, you know, wants so desperately to be, uh, for people to believe him, and then he ends up running into Brian uh, Brian Harper, Patrick Wilson's character, and um, and you know they kind of bond, form a friendship, and uh, he believes him in a way. He still thinks it's crazy, but he believes him in a way because he's like, Hey, look, I know what it's like to have no one believe in me because, you know, obviously, uh, we know that because he got kicked out of NASA for, uh, reporting what he saw. But, um, but yeah, so the characters were all really good for the most part. Um, some of them, oh yeah. And another nitpick along with the exposition dump and the meteor shower chase, you know, um, I think the some of the characters kind of get thrown to the wayside like they kind of get they kind of just get tossed aside and not really given much to do besides just stand there and exist <laughs> you know like uh 
like Tom, like Tom's uh, daughters, um, because uh, what what was Brian's uh, son's name? Um, it says somewhere. Let's see. Um, what was his name? I'm looking through the names. Oh, Sonny, yeah. So Sonny's uh, stepfather, uh, Tom, again, played by Michael Pena, um, and his mother uh, have two children, have two daughters, a younger daughter and an older daughter. And they together probably have a total of like 10 lines, if that. And it's like, I guess, I mean, not that they had to give them like, you, you know, these fully developed, fully realized like arcs, like character arcs and, you know, to just develop them, you know, really well. But I don't know. I feel like they could have done a little bit more with them, especially because they don't really have a whole lot to do and are just there to, you know, add people to the group that are on earth. You know, it's like, Oh, we gotta make, we gotta have some survivors, you know, let's give them two daughters, you know, to kind of ramp up the tension, um, of, you know, like, Oh, will they survive? Will they not? You know, but, um, but yeah, I mean, and, and they weren't, and again, they weren't bad actresses. They weren't bad actors, actresses or anything. It's just, they weren't given a whole lot to do. And, um, uh, I guess, I guess those are really my only like complaints. If I had to pick any complaints and or nitpicks, uh, yeah, it's just the exposition, the exposition dump, the, uh, the, the crazy moronic assholes chasing the characters through the chasing the family and the friends you know chasing them through the meteor shower to get oxygen and some of the some uh some of the the lines delivered and some of the characters getting thrown to the wine's uh, wayne side wayside yeah those four points those four are probably my only complaints slash nitpicks with the movie and and yeah so i think that's what brings it down to a seven and a half out of ten Seven and a half, yeah, a seven and a half um, uh, moon size or asteroids out of ten, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, other than that, I thought it was a good movie. Uh, again, the twist was really cool, uh, and the way, and also the way the movie ended uh, made it seem like they were setting it up for a sequel. Which, with with given given what they um, threw at us at the end, I would actually kind of like to see a sequel, uh, just to see what, just to see what, uh, uh, bad shit insane, you know, I- ideas they could come up with in the next one. And I say bad shit insane in the most, like, pl- I say that in the best way possible. I don't mean like, you know, bad shit insane as in like terrible, you know, but, uh, you know, and, and yeah, the chemistry, uh, well, not the chemistry, but the, I guess the chemistry, but yeah, like the camaraderie or kind of like the chemistry between the main three, uh, Joe, Brian and Casey. That was really cool to see. Um, what else? Visually, it looked spectacular. Like whenever, uh, like whenever there were like tidal waves washing across, uh, you know, the cities and, and all that. And like, there was this one scene where there was a gravity wave where like the ocean just like lifted up and, uh, and, and it was really cool too. There were these, uh, there was this plane as, uh, as the three were about to launch into space. Um, they look out the window and they see this helicopter trying to leave, uh, the NASA base 
and the gravity wave comes up and they crash into it or it crashes into them and they get, you know, kind of just dropped into the ocean um, or fall kind of into the ocean. And uh, that was really cool to see just visually that looked really cool. The asteroid shower again looked really cool and it was a good chase scene. Uh, when they go to the moon and they, and, and I, I won't say too much, but when they go inside the moon and see that weird alien swarm again, that kind of looks like metal and smoke, uh, mixed together, it, uh, that looked really cool. And, uh, and there's a, and there's some things inside the moon and yeah, especially in like the last half hour or so when they're, when they're in the moon that, that looks really cool. And again, and there's some cool visuals when we get the exposition dump, when we get the big plot twist, um, you, and you'll know it when you see it, you'll know what I'm talking about, but, uh, but yeah, that was, uh, I guess that's it, yeah, and, and if they do do a sequel, again, based on what they kind of set up at the end, I would, uh, I'd go see it, because I enjoyed this movie enough, I feel like, uh, they could, they'd have a few, you know, they, they could, I guess, pretty much do anything, uh, with the sequel, um, given what they set up, and um, I think it'd be pretty entertaining and probably just as good as this one, uh, which again, um, seven and a half out of 10. Uh, would I recommend it? Uh, yes, I would. I think it's a kind of dumb, but not incredibly dumb, like just a good, fun action movie with good acting, you know, and uh, and e- even though some characters may get thrown to the wayside and even though there are some nitpicks that you might have, that you might share with me, you know, like the ones that I just listed, um, you know, I, I still think you're going to enjoy it. It's just a good, fun time. And really, you know, given uh, everything that's happened the last two years, you know, politically and just economically and just everything, you know, I, I feel like I feel like that's what we need right now. You know, we just need a good, some kind of dumb, fun time. And, uh and Roland Emmerich definitely delivered on that, <laughs> as well as the rest of the cast. But, um, but yeah, so um, I guess that just about does it. Uh, thanks for joining me for the season four premiere of Listen, Watch, Discuss. Again, sorry for the minor delay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, I feel like it wasn't too long of a del- uh, it wasn't too long of a delay. But thanks for for waiting patiently for this episode. And uh, join me next week. uh, Next, Hopefully, yeah, it should be next Friday. um, When I talk about uh, season one of the Book of Boba Fett. Because the season finale airs next Wednesday. And I still got to watch episodes five and six. But I will have caught up by by then. And that will be next Friday's review. So episode two, the Book of Boba Fett season one. Look forward to that. And I will see you guys... Oh yeah. Uh, first, first of all, yeah. Have a good weekend and I will see you guys next week. Take care.